Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on TMS, I don't care what your turnip prices are. I'm out! King Tampon the third. Queen Camilla is a chore. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Sorry, uh, bracelets of sincerity and wisdom plus two. It's me, Starry O Lord. Accidental film sack. Rhyming about mom's spaghetti for twelve hours. Count the flingers. Come back, Fatty Hogan. Welcome to Weed Island. Hyper mic'd up royal white noise. Foot bath. That's some real gourmet shit. Very Americanish accent with Monica. A whole lot of grading going on with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Making the red planet a place for us to live. Making humanity a multi-planet species. And opening another chapter in the history of civilization. Give me the bird! Give me the bird! Their milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for May 8th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Abbott. Hi, Brian. Hello, Scott. Hey. How are you? Good. How was your weekend? Good. You saw Guardians. It was, it was great. You saw Guardians. It was yep. excellent. You loved, loved it. it. Beep, beep, boo, boo. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, more about it in the pre-show, but uh, run. Don't walk. Don't yeah. don't walk. Run to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians 3. 3. It sounds like a real uptick from uh, some of the more recent, you know, not not terrible, but kind of just yeah. sort of I mean, Wakanda Forever was good. Shang-Chi yeah. was good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, multiverse not, of Madness was all right, you know. Yeah, it was all right, yeah. but uh, I don't know what what is Marvel. Uh, you know, we need we need to bring back some Russo brothers. We need to bring back some some Favreau. We need uh, the Russos you know, are so need, busy producing other stuff. I wonder if they have any desire. It feels like they're same with Favreau, right? He's like so so Star Wars up right now. Can we get him back for anything? I don't know. He's probably just down the hall. Just get Feige down the hall. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just say, hey, Favreau. The office, uh... Yeah, come out here and direct one more, buddy, and he'll say no. Yeah. Uh, but if they wanted to be Fatty or whatever his name, what was this character's name? <laughs> it's not Fatty. <laughs> what Happy is Hogan. Happy <laughs> Fatty Hogan. Uh, fatty. They, they, he'll come back for that. He'll do some of that. You know, as yeah. long as they don't call him Fatty. 
I don't know why I yeah, said exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. I guess nobody's doing anything right now because no. of writer's strike. Even Blade. We'll talk about this later with uh, Steven, but so many things put on hold right now. Yeah, I don't. the way things have gone for Blade from get from day one, I'm worried about that whole thing. I'm, yeah. 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 It's just one more. One more hole in the road, but uh, more anyway, nail in the coffin, yeah, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I, I mean, I really hope they pull it out because I love. Oh, Blade. for sure, love it so much. I want them to make it, but we'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's get this out of the way. Stand back and check your personal belongings. It's time for the morning form. Time for the morning form. Yeah, that's right. A chance for you, dear listener, to win a prize. Okay. And a bunch of you signed up for it this time. Our, our uh, category last time, last Monday, was uh, Best Video Game Character. And uh, Brian, I'd like to share a couple of the top picks with you. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. I'd like to hear who, you know, what, uh, how things went. Yeah, here's how they went. Uh, hold on a second. Okay. Uh, with a clear win, uh, Mario, with 17.6% sure. of the vote, uh, they did definitely win. Closest to that was Link at 14.4. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, you had... Pac-Man at 7.2%, or I'm sorry, GLaDOS with 8.1%, then Pac-Man, and then everybody else in there. Uh, Sure. As far as like stuff people added, we got uh, Doom Guy, Spyro the Dragon, Carmen Sandiego took last place. Really? Uh, Yeah. Somebody wrote in Carmen Sandiego. Someone did. The Paddles from Pong someone put in here, that did better. That did five slots better than, than Carmen Sandiego. Mm-hmm. Uh, BJ Blaskowitz from uh, Wolfenstein. Anyway, really great. I love all the stuff people add. I I started with a ton, but what they added was even better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And we love that you guys did that. But we have a clear winner, and that winner is uh, randomly pulled from the entire group, and it was the real Tim McKee. Ooh, the real one. Good deal. We almost gave something away to the fake Tim McKee. Exactly. We and we can't be doing that. No. What is this dog and pony show we're running here? Congratulations. He wins. So uh, the real Tim <laughs> McKee, uh, I'll, send, I'll get you a message out. I have your email. I'll get you hooked up, and uh, we'll get you a Frog Pants Fun Pack, which includes stickers. Uh, I had some leftover drink uh, coasters from the Vegas thing. Oh, cool. Yeah, send you one of those, some other stuff. So watch for that. But did anybody uh, enter in? I'm just looking really quick because I, I realized it wasn't on the list. Companion Cube? Is that considered oh, a character? Uh, you know what? I would say it is. Let's see if I anyone else said it. A character. it. Yeah. Uh, we got Mega Man. Hold on. Spyro. Laser Suit Larry. Kirby. Unfortunately, the answer no is no. Cube. Yeah, wow. No Companion No. Wow. But I, I will say Master Chief, Doom Guy, and... Uh, Captain Price all made it. Oh, Tom Nook's in here. <laughs> that that jackass. He's such a dick. Has all my bells. Yes, exactly. Jerk. Anyway. I don't even know what's going on. My island is probably a, like all weeds right now. It's it's Weed Island. Yep, Weed Island. Weeds have become sentient and killed all of my residents. Probably. Can you name your I can't remember if you can name your island. Is it just based on your, your account name? I can't remember how it works. Oh. Because um, you should call it Weed Island. Yes, really you can know. call it a name because then when people visit it, they get to see the name. Oh, that's right. Okay, so call it Weed Island, but then you know how the game lets you make a flag? You make a little, yeah. you know, weed flag. A pot a pot leaf flag? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. cannabis yeah. Uh, flag? Yeah, uh-huh. and they have no controls on that. They do. I've, I've been into the islands where people's, they have wieners up there. They have like a... Of course. I went to an island that had a swastika. I got the F out as soon as I could. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. I was like, hey, I'm not hanging around your Nazi freaking island. I already think... Uh, I already have questions about Tom Nook. I don't need any more of those confirmations. 
Anyway. Capitalist uh, raccoon. That's no, right. What is he, a bear? Whatever he is. Whatever that is. Uh, Trash what is panda. What is he? Oh, he is a raccoon, isn't he? Is he a raccoon? Yeah. Which makes sense, doesn't it? Because those are dicks. Those are dick animals. Uh, you know, there's one that's that's not. Oh. Yeah, good oh. old rocket. He's, oh. he's not. I can't wait Rocket's to see where that guy. goes. Hey, what do you think about these? Well, you know what? Maybe we'll save it for later. I'll save it okay. for Steven. I got a, I got a, I got a real rumor in my head. Ooh, okay. All based right. on the Guardians, I haven't even seen Guardians yet, but I have a rumor based on Guardians and some DC business. We'll get to Ooh, all that. can't wait to find out. Yeah. Love to, love to hear it. Stick okay. around, everybody. It'll come later. Uh, all right, today's morning form: best yeah. television spinoff of all time. Here, sure. are, here are some of your choices. Uh, if you go to frogpants.com slash the morning form. Uh, you'll have choices like obvious ones like Frasier and Better Call Saul. Uh, I also included The Jeffersons, Happy Days, Maud, The Simpsons, Benson, Melrose Place, Lou Grant, mm-hmm. and more. There's a ton on here. Mork and Mindy, if, you, if you're so inclined. Yeah, sure. Uh, then you can, of course, include your own in the other category if it's not seen here. Uh, you'll be pulled at random, so you don't have to be in the winning category. You just have to be entered. And right. um, we'd love to do it. Now, here's the deal. Next week, I'm not here Monday tuesday or wednesday okay and as a result we'll just save the winner for this for the following monday oh so we'll just go it'll still be on monday it'll just be two weeks two instead weeks of one it'll be like the one we did okay. while we were in gotcha. viva team Las vegas same same deal so i guess i'm i'm lifting on the uh, 15th 16th and 17th it looks like yeah. that's fine with me just yeah. the lift lift, lift away maniac. actually yeah. actually freelance probably will will uh prevail you could do a little of both if you get the time. I you could know? do a little bit. Actually, I'll probably will do a little bit of both. That is a long time to lift all day long. Just don't do a. Um, don't do it at the same time. That seems dangerous. Oh, oh, okay. you know, working on websites while you're driving. Bad idea. Oh, well, all right. Uh, well, anyway, somebody, somebody, I don't, uh, I don't go over there and tell you how to do your job, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing right now. I'm literally drawing right now. Just kidding. Uh, frogpants.com slash the morning form. That's where you enter. And a few of you got a sneak peek at that because you were in the uh, uh, Discord yesterday. So uh, congratulations to our future winner. All right. Uh, real quick here. I uh, Did you watch any of the coronation? Did you avoid no. that stuff? None no, of that? I don't care about it. I don't either, but I had it on and just hit record so I could have. Really? I wanted yeah. to see if we'd get anything weird, you know? We sure. got, we yeah, got a I few. Did, I did, did, go did see some of your videos. Yeah. Yeah. We had some <laughs> weird stuff happen. So, for example, well, let's just let's just play some of this. Here's some audio for you. Here's the moment that we have all been waiting for: the crowning of King Charles. So, what it, what it struck me as, <laughs> this was a lot of American TV head people pretending to be really stoked about yeah, the crowning right. of King Charles. Right. That's the second time that uh, Prince Charles is crowned. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we don't. They didn't let's really. Not, let's not visualize the first time, shall yeah, we? They didn't really have a lot of pomp and circumstance around his first crowning, other than you know we knew he yeah. was born. Right. Uh, here's uh, this this king's thing right here. Felt like a video game to me. I'll, I'll play this bit. Receive the bracelets of sincerity and wisdom. It's the most RPG sounding wow. bullshit. No kidding. Like I'm the, sorry, uh, the king is in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the, I hope all this gear he got was like color coded, so you knew if something was like legendary <laughs> or rare or whatever. Right? Ooh, this one's uh, orange. Excellent. Uh, this must be really good. And here's the thing I don't understand. I checked all of the coverage, BBCs, all the lo- all the uh, national news coverage here and everything, and they all had yeah. this sound when nothing was happening. 
coughing people, hyper mic'd oh. up, just so like. Yeah, they had the gain turned so far up. Yeah, all we needed, seriously, was one kingly fart, and we'd all heard yeah. it. We'd one royal it. toot. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, this part was kind of <laughs> epic. Is there any question? Would have loved it. Oh, I guarantee. Guarantee. Yeah. Here's a, here's a part I like. God save the king! That's kind of cool, you know? Wow, that feels Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. That's like, uh, yeah. Yep, and everybody in the audience went, after he did it. <laughs> uh, the crown, oh, okay, here's Head some. to you! <laughs> <laughs> right back at ya! <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, the crown is still a chore, according to commentary. We are now seeing Queen Camilla... Her crown, not quite as heavy as the king's, but still a chore. Okay. <laughs> Queen Camilla is a chore. Yeah. Queen Camilla. <laughs> well, I keep seeing this joke about never give up on being a side piece. Eventually, it'll make you queen or something like that. <laughs> pretty nice. nice. Pretty nice. Nice, yes. nice thing to say. All right. Here is another. King little... Tampon the Third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all my feel to you. For those of you who uh, weren't weren't around in the eighties, yeah, uh, yep. go if, go back. Go ask your <laughs> uncle, your parents, whoever. They probably just Google it. Yeah. Here's one about language. Oh no, this is uh, he wanted everyone to do it in their own language. Each in our own preferred language. So the deal was you had to repeat this like kingly saying f- quote thing, mm. but yeah. when he did it, he'd do it in English, and then you heard this just monstrous reply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right. it was like the Tower of Babel is weird. <laughs> it was really weird. And then my favorite thing was the local MSNBC guy or NBC, whoever he was, uh, trying to pronounce something. Check it out. And how will he be different than Queen Elizabeth's mother? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> L- Elizabeth. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. But this guy looked tired and he kept asking people the same question. How do you feel on this momentous occasion? He kept saying to everybody. Didn't matter who it really? was. Yeah, oh, he's like, now nah, we have on, uh, we have on with us the Scottish uh, ambassador, so and so, blah blah blah, sir, whatever, whatever. Yeah. How do you yeah. feel about today's proceedings? It's like you just asked the last fifteen people that same damn question. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's the reason I don't care for uh, Katie Couric's investigational journalism style. There was a a morning that Tina and I were watching the Today Show. And uh, she was interviewing the family of a pilot, uh, a uh, um, military pilot whose helicopter went down. Yeah. And she actually asked the question, how did you feel when you heard that your son's helicopter had crashed? That's a terrible question. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess elated would be, <laughs> I guess, I guess relieved. <laughs> I was stoked. Yeah. Like- he was always leaving his shit everywhere, so now he won't do exactly. that anymore. That was, that was the point at which Tina gave up on Katie Couric and her. Uh, speaking of uh, going up the butt, yeah, she's not. She's not that good. Uh, Wasn't it, she was the one that did the uh, the live colonoscopy right during yes. the yes. Today Show? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. her husband died of colon cancer, and she was like, "Well, I'm going to go do it." That's on, right on yeah. camera, and she she was awake for it. Right? She talked through the whole thing. Yeah, I think something. so. Yeah. How do you? Okay, I got a question about that. I've been through this. A you've local, you've done this. <laughs> Is it a local? <laughs> but how does your local get all the way up the chute? You know? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Because they go all the way up to where your lower, your upper yeah. starts. So yeah. that's step- a really good question. That I don't know. Oh, I don't want to feel what that feels like, even if it's not or painful. Does, or was she not awake? Maybe she wasn't awake for it. They just had a. Oh, I thought they interviewed her. Commentator. The whole time. 
<laughs> they had like a sports play-by-play kind of person there. Yeah, I never saw the video. I just assumed that uh, that she was awake chatting. The camera's taking a left. Uh, well, it looks like it a right. it's actually a right, Bill. We don't oh, know what's oh. going to happen now. Is that a polyp? Is that a polyp? <laughs> I see a polyp. Uh, yeah. I think we've got... Uh, can you confirm? Uh, yes, here. Uh, down on the ground. I think I am seeing a polyp. Uh, I'm flying over it right now. Uh, trying to get... <laughs> See the doctor do that. That'd be great. Anyway, so it was all stupid uh, other than I kind of I kind of like observing the pomp and circumstance of it. Sure. But I don't understand why anyone thinks it looks cool. It all looks so silly to me. So here's what I'm going to do. TRPW in our in our community knows a ton about the monarchy, how stuff works and all of that. Mm-hmm. He's going to send me a little list of like some corrections or misconceptions like why is his shirt untucked why why is he clothed they put him behind this like cube to get anointed whatever happened in there we don't know like a bunch of weird stuff that they did i'm going to get a bunch of that together so that the world may know how the monarchy truly works and we're not just going off of claire's f the british all right because that's a nice sentiment and all (laughs) but we need more we need more information yeah i need more okay all right sure uh All right. So TRPW incoming. Watch for that. Um, all right. What are we doing here? We're doing a Dunaway time. That's yeah. what we're doing. And uh, this is not one of those where all you call in everybody. So calm yourselves down. This no, is just Dunaway no. by himself. We are not taking the fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh caller. No. Uh, no, no callers will be taken. No callers today. Uh, he's ringing. We have the rings of ringage. Uh, I'm just, I assume he's there. He sent me a test audio earlier because his new headset's uh, working just fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is still ringing. This is a ring. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Hey, look who it is. Brian Dunaway joining us from South Carolina, uh, the home of all good things. Except for oh, one. Oh, wow. Except for one. Is that one. on our license plate? Oh, hi, Scott. I think it right. is, yeah. There's hi. not a lot of rooms, so they just put uh, I... second in flight or whatever it is on South Carolina. Uh, yeah. <laughs> enjoy enjoy our palm tree and moon combination. Mm-hmm. What is it? Beautiful places and smiling faces or something That's like that? Is. We're in the Palmetto okay. State. Is that? Something like that. Okay. That's cool. What are, Brian, what's yours again? What's what's uh, uh, Colorful Colorado. Okay. And mine or, is yeah, uh, Mile High State. No, just colorful Colorado is yeah. what we have. Ours is just uh, Beehive State. We're busy as bees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. I don't know if it's true, but they say we're busy as bees. Yeah, the the plate is. Bzz, bzz, that's I feel busy. I feel busy yeah. as a bee. Home uh, of Beaver. Anyway, yeah, home of Beaver. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, check it out. You're here. We're going to play a game, and uh, Brian Ebbett here has the info. Who we're playing for, what they might win, and all that stuff. Brian, you want to take all that? All that, away? yeah. Okay. Welcome to the morning half ass is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving the two of you the answers. I'm going to give uh, the two of you a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three are incorrect. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Ooh. Get one right and you get a point. Get two right and you get a bonus point for three points. And if you get all three correct, you get five points total. <laughs> player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. Contestants have been pulled from members of the tadpole that aren't able to listen live. Scott, you are playing for Jim Vick in San Carlos, nice. California. Nice. Jim Brian, Vick. you're playing for Crystal or maybe Crystal in uh, oh. Olympia, Washington. Ooh. Fancy. Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, it's like a rapper boot. It's rapper booze, right. isn't it? It's a, 
Uh, yeah, or uh, it's uh, what's his face is uh, Tarantino's favorite beverage. Oh, guys, having champagne, that. and then there's Cristal. I didn't know uh, that. Is that true, or is that just from that movie? The whole re- ending of uh, Four Rooms is all about his love of. Cristal. <laughs> That's right. Did that whole like long diatribe about it, but I wonder if in real life, like feet, I wonder if it's like his favorite drink. The way feet, <laughs> you know, feet are his I favorite. Just, I think it's just foot bath is his favorite drink. Gotcha. Mm, it's his bath yeah, water. He's a fan. Um, you're playing for uh, Roller Drome Hero. Hour and Demon Turf on Steam, courtesy of Wesley. We'll right get to uh, talking about those. I thought you said Demon Turd. I had one of those this morning. Yeah. Demon Turd. It's, it's sentient. Mm-hmm. It's taken on a life of its own. Uh, let's get to your first question here. Remember, I give you six answers. Three of them are right, three of them are wrong. You guys have done this for over a year now. Should not be a question. <laughs> How we play the game. Should be all straight Let's forward. talk about left handed people. Which of these six people? are left-handed your choices are uh marie curie uh hank aaron tom cruise j edgar hoover pablo picasso and stephen colbert three of those people are lefties three of them are righties oh i think i know one only because of something i observed once oh interesting okay i'm gonna say two of these all right i put three and i'm totally guessing yeah uh, yeah, you both settled on Stephen Colbert and Hank Aaron. Uh, yeah, neither of them. Are, Damn uh, it. Lefties, uh, <laughs> Jennifer Hoover is, uh, which was a third guess for Brian. But Tom Cruise is a lefty. Marie Curie and uh, J. Edgar Hoover. No idea. So what I thought I knew, I don't know. Um, I thought I saw, so when Stephen Colbert would like pull out the, the popcorn... Yeah, I swear he always ate it with his left hand, and that's what. Oh yeah, yeah, that meme of him sitting there eating popcorn. Oh no, I guess that's John Stewart that's got the meme of eating popcorn. I think they both uh, might have one, but the but the one I saw of him doing it, he I think it's reverse film. You know what I'm saying? Like when, yeah, yeah, kind of like this stream. You're seeing me the right way, but I see myself backwards. I think that's why. Damn it! I don't that know was about a- you, but when I go to the movies, I eat the popcorn with both hands. <laughs> Tina has to hold the tub while Hilarious. I shovel it in because. What's this hand doing while while the other hand is putting popcorn in my mouth? It should be getting more popcorn yeah. is what it should be doing. I, I agree. Do you use do you use the pincer move where you like just grab one piece at a time or do you like <laughs> grab do you grab like a whole handful and just sit my, there my take it out like a is- cup? I'm I'm like the uh, claw machine at yeah, a uh, yeah. Dave and Buster's. I dip yeah. my hand down at the bowl, I grab what I can and then I shake it off. Shake, shake the hand to like uh, release any loose kernels because I don't want them to land uh, go the, down my back shirt. Back into the thing, back into the pile, and then I've got a good cluster of uh, uh, of uh, popcorn that I can then put into my mouth. Perfect. Yeah, you just don't strap. What, it to what your are face. your techniques? What are your techniques? I Same. Have, my, mine are. I, I, yeah, I yeah. just keep it with me as long as I can, and then someone will eventually ask for it, and then I pass it down. Then I never. I'm see like it again. a. Sh- I, I'm like one of those shovels. I, I shovel in there with my left oh, hand. Oh, do you do do like you do a, a scoop? Okay, yeah, like like you... a like a like a yeah, yeah, like a cup. I cup my hand and I use my other hand to to daintily eat one at a time. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so you you get your own little. Uh, you you provide your secondary bucket uh, with right. your hand, That's and then right. you eat a smaller from that. bucket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you feel like you're doing it okay. That's an okay way. That's an okay way. I don't shake mine off though. I w- once my hand goes in, yeah, everything well, that touches it comes back out. I was gonna say because it's yeah the 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 hand the scoop. There is no, you're not confining the popcorn from leaving your hand. A, a, a jarring motion, somebody hitting your arm could release all of your popcorn. No, yeah. that happens. Has it happened? Hilarious. Has that happened before? Where you just like. Uh... 
I don't know. You always well, see. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't sweep. Row three, seat five, bumps your I arm and pop yeah. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I don't sweep the the theater. What do I care? Yeah, what do you care? <laughs> Yeah. You already spent your 14 bucks or whatever nightmare yeah. prices we're paying now. You know, let them clean. I don't up. know if where you live, but I, I, I used to like the people who cleaned up and maybe I will find a, a new group of people. But the current mm-hmm. people, uh, they come in after the after the movie when the credits are starting to come on yeah. and they start flipping on lights and they'll stand there with their bucket of <laughs> with, their, with their broom and their, their dust pan and, their giant trash and they'll, can and they'll look at me yeah. and just look and look and i'm like i like to watch the credits yeah so i'm like i'm like pouring stuff i looked floor. at them and said uh marvel movie move along yeah 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 or sometimes <laughs> they'll come way. in and go yeah. and sometimes they come in and go there's no after scene you can oh, go now say that, really yeah oh, yeah hilarious. i'm like well <laughs> doesn't matter you paid for the whole experience including the credits yeah. you want to see who the I'm grip was the credits man yeah. I don't care if there's a scene or not. I got to see the words. Yeah, F those guys. Uh, I will say this. uh, Alamo Drafthouse, best experience I've had in a really long time in a movie theater. Is that where you guys went for uh, Guardians? That's where we went for Guardians. And uh, the seats, the the new seats, the one in Westminster has fully reclining seats as good as the AMC theaters. That's one thing I was thinking I was going to miss. You've got your little table in front. And you remember the uh, complaint we had about the theater in Vegas where we saw Infinity War, where when you wanted something like a refill on your drink or more popcorn or whatever, you'd push a little button and it would light a blue light that that would let the servers know that you wanted something. But everybody Mm -hmm. in the theater could see every single blue light everywhere. That's annoying. Terrible design. Extremely annoying. Uh, The uh, Westminster Mr. Alamo Draft House, little red lights on the front that you cannot see unless you take your hand and hey. you put it in front. So nobody's getting distracted by red lights unless they turn around and look behind yeah. them and see. Yeah. That's the, the way the way it should be. It's 100%. Which is what I do whenever somebody's talking behind me. I will turn around and look at them. Yeah. I won't oh, say anything, yeah. just I yeah, think. but now that guy will be mad at you and hit his little laser light all over again. Just go, wah, 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 wah. I'm trying to get yeah, you a red right. laser. No, I can't even see it. And if somebody talks behind me, I write a little card that says, talking behind me. I put it in the little <laughs> slot. I push the little red button. And guess what? You're out because it's the Alamo effing draft house. How do they confer- How do they do? Do they have to give? Like, what if you lied? And so, not that you would, but let's just say yeah, somebody yeah. said, somebody the guy behind just me was said, I really don't like the person behind me and just said, I want to F with them. Yeah. I don't know. Because I think that they'd have to come in and observe the talking. They'd okay. have to right. see it. Okay. Um, okay. So if you but, give them that warning, chances are they'll come down. They'll come down the hall or down the line and see and listen and wait and they'll see. They'll probably, right. They'll, you yeah. know, my guess is that they would just kind of wait and act like, act like they're doing some busy work while they wait and see if somebody is... Uh, Somebody's being a right. jackanape. That Hilarious. makes sense to me. Yeah, Jeremy Weichel says that they monitor. That's great. Oh, no, they, they monitor. So it's kind of like if you go to like a place like Planet Fitness with the lunk alarm. So you got like a... <laughs> right. You know, is that a yeah. thing? Rebel, I, I love the Rebel Scums as this place sounds like a buzzkill. Yes, if your buzz is people taking out their phones and viewing them while the movie's going on. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the kind of buzz they're trying to kill. Go go to AMC Theater if you'd like that buzz. <laughs> yeah, you that's want that buzz? buzz? You're after. Yeah, you, you can get that AMC. buzz anywhere you want. Oh, my uh, God. I, this is, yeah, buzzkill for who? The jerk is who it's for. <laughs> Exactly. Did we just fall into film sack by accident? Yeah, we didn't did. Need to. Whatever. I, we, we're that, doing a show, what? right? I have to do an August. That's going to be my August uh, bonus thing. That's going to be your bonus. About I love things it. that piss me off in movie theaters. I love it. You should. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a long list of grievances. I'm going to get to every single one of them. <laughs> That's in right. Half an oh hour. That's right. All right. Let's get this to uh, question this number two. 
uh, movie theater chains. No, wouldn't that be great? Uh, question number two is people born in 1901. So we have some people oh. who were born in 1901. Uh, which one? Which three of these people uh, were born in 1901? Was it Mao Zedong, Groucho Marx, Louis Armstrong, uh, Margaret Mead, Vince Lombardi, <laughs> or Clark Gable? That is my... That is my millisecond uh, Louis Armstrong uh, impersonation. I can go, what a wonderful world. Yeah, you could have kept gonna, going, but gonna, yeah. But I just decided to give you the, like I he's like uh, that. standing <laughs> on the other side of Tim Allen's fence in Home Improvement. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. All right. Which means know. that some of these probably were born before 1901, which always just seems weird to me. Or after even. You know? Or after. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, could that's be true. Yeah. Born around 1901. Mm-hmm. All right, I've chosen two because I'm Me not too. confident at all in my ability to okay. say three. Yeah. All right, well, both of you chose Vince Lombardi, uh, mm. who was born in 1913. Uh, Son of a butthole. <laughs> that Clark Gable, Louis Armstrong, you each had one correct with your I bad almost choice. almost went with Clark Gable. Mm. And, uh, and cultural uh, scientist Margaret Mead. Uh, mm. Samoan cultural, well, she studied Samoan. She wasn't Samoan herself. Uh, Clark Gable, Louis Armstrong, Margaret Mead. I did not know who Margaret Mead was. I feel bad. That's all right. Uh, I knew of her because of a Sparks song, of all things. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> you know, who says that music is not educational? Not me. Especially so who says Sparks isn't educational? I'm impressed. That's amazing. Yes. Oh, brand new album from Sparks, by the way, this month. Might oh, come out. have you heard it yet? Yeah. Have you got a sneak peek? I've or? only heard the song uh, The Girl Is Crying In Her Latte, which has an excellent video starring Kate Blanchett. Oh, my gosh. That's a pretty good yes. get. That's good. She is not. Break that Kate Blanchett is not. Alamo. Yeah, you just watch it on YouTube. It's worth watching. Yeah. Okay. It's uh it's some of the some of the weirdest Kate Blanchett stuff you're ever gonna see. All right. I, I swear to God, it really is. All right. Sign me up. Let's get to uh question number three. If you, you guys have a fighting chance on this one. Oh, uh, world records <laughs> that uh lasted longer than twelve hours. World records that lasted longer than twelve hours. Uh table tennis rally, giving tattoos, freestyle rapping, spinning a basketball on one finger, jumping rope, and planking. Lasted more that's, than twelve hours. Lasted right, right. longer than twelve that, hours. That's Which, kind of confusing because I was like, it stood for more than twelve hours, and I was like, no, he means it took twelve hours. It, it to, took to accomplish. These, right, yeah. exactly. For example, the first item, a table tennis tennis rally, two people right. batting the thing back and forth for twelve hours or more. And I will confirm that I have uh, I searched the three that are not. And uh, confirmed that nobody has broken those records since this game came out. Interesting. All right. Oh, my Lord. This doesn't seem... That doesn't seem possible. This one does seem possible. I feel like I got to go three. Just got to wing it here. Well, actually, no. This would be the time to just get a point. This would be the time. Right. You go... You Nothing to lose. Right? I mean, you know, you either... You either go big or go home, and you're already home. Yeah, you're <laughs> already home. So. That's true. Be big. I sleep here. All right, there. I've done it. We've All right. Done it. Let's see. Uh, let's see what you got here. Uh, Brian did play it safe and only guessed one. You guys both thought planking. <laughs> Not um, planking. That coming. In, in 2016, uh, the record was eight hours one minute. However, in 2021, that record was broken. And now the record is nine and a half hours. Sadly, that still is less than 12 hours. No planking uh, record. Damn the it. other three, the, the actual three. So table tennis rally, 
It's another one that got updated. Uh, in 2014, the record was 8 hours, 40 minutes. In 2020, 11 hours and 50 minutes, just 10 minutes shy of the 12-hour mark. That's crazy. Spinning a basketball on one finger, 4 hours, 15 minutes. But yeah, giving tattoos, somebody did it for 52 hours and 56 God, minutes. no thanks. I don't want to be 52-hour. No. Jumping rope, 33 hours and 22 minutes in 2009. And uh, freestyle rapping, somebody in 2014 did it for 12 hours and two minutes. Isn't that minutes. just talking? It really is, yeah. Yeah, well, you got... But you got to rhyme it a little bit. Yeah. You got to mention Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's freestyle, but I mean, so it's I, not I want to know, but were they, like, if did they, like, not rhyme a line? Because you can not rhyme a line, right, and still be rapping. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like prose, prose poetry, I guess. You can do, you can get away with it. I don't know. The, see, I have questions about rules, too. Like the giving tattoos one, that yeah. made sense to me, which is why I chose it, um, because it seems like you could do that a lot longer. But 52 hours of, I assume, different tattoo receivers. I assume, because right. otherwise it would be giving tattoo. Right. Giving tattoo. <laughs> so, so if it's giving tattoos for 51 hours, and let's say that's uh, 25 people, I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Um, is it, are they rapidly getting fed through there? Is it, there's there a, like a break time and you're only counting when the needle touches skin? Like I have so many questions about how they make rules yeah, they for do. this. How do, you, how do you get that exactly? Um, as of March 7th of this year, yeah. uh, the record has been broken is now 91 hours. Ishan Rana, a tattoo artist from Vad- Vadodara, uh, registered by creating tattoos continuously for 91 hours. Let's see if we can figure out the, um, Man, this thing just keeps getting this record keeps getting broken. Uh, he gave he created uh, seventy four tattoos on sixty four people. Um, he only took a break of twenty minutes every four hours per the guidelines. Um, no, if you get a break, forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess it's it's they just sit down in his chair. He's got a thing of what he's doing for them, and he he. Uh, uh, does the yeah. tattoo? Next person sits in every four hours. He takes a twenty-minute break. I mean, uh, okay, as long as the rules are the same yeah. for everybody, I could say it makes sense. You can make a contest out of that. But I'm just trying to figure That's out, like, between people, what if the next guy's a little slow, or the person after him has only I, one leg? Or... I'm guessing that the, the the Guinness person who has to um, the the uh, adjudicator, what are they called? The they have somebody there who has to monitor and make sure they're doing it right. Probably says, no, you've got to have a, a second chair. Somebody has to be waiting that second chair. You move over to the second chair and then move back to the first chair and stuff that basically mm-hmm. goes back and forth. Who's getting a tattoo at three in the morning? Uh, right. Uh, oh. Apparently, a uh, lot of people over <laughs> like 91 hours means a little over like how many just people under backed days, out, right? Oh, yeah. Backed went... out. You get in there, the Guinness, <laughs> the Guinness Book guy sitting over there. Yeah. And it's like, what now? This guy's been doing it for how long? 36 hours? No, right. thanks. Yeah. I'll come back for somebody fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for a hot second in 2018, uh, inked the inked magazine, magazine. and TV show. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. There's a reality show, I guess. They held the record for a hot minute for 12 hours uh, Did in they 2018. Really? Okay. Yeah, it says here, Ink breaks Guinness World Record for most tattoos done in 12 hours. In what year was that? Uh, 2018, February 2017. Sorry. Interesting, because um, this one had 52 hours in 2016. So, oh, weird. So there must yeah, be different rules or something. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. It was at the Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Convention. Uh-huh. It was just one guy doing one tattoo that took uh, 12 hours. <laughs> wow, I want to see that. He, he has the giving tattoo. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, it gives the too. tattoo. Well, Brian, that puts us in a tie. How do we handle that? It what does. Do we do? Uh, we fortunately, I have a tiebreaker question. We were talking about spinoffs and, and the show MASH and having oh. like uh, Trapper John and After MASH and all After that Man. stuff. Um, I'm going to get let uh, Brian give the answer on this one, and then Scott okay. can choose the over-under. Uh, Brian, the MASH finale was the most watched episode of any U.S. TV series. Yeah. How many people tuned in? How many people tuned in to that uh final mash episode goodbye and uh farewell 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 and good luck right goodbye farewell and good luck i think yeah yeah it's a hell of a thing i'm gonna say that was a different time (laughs) people were watching so i think it would be uh i'm gonna say it's 22 million people 22 million is incorrect. Scott is the correct answer, higher or lower than 22 million. See, I'm going to take the same thinking, but but actually th- really think about it, unlike Dunaway, who barely thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> because wow. here's the reason why. We Yes, times were different, but back then you had three channels. So if you were going to watch a huge event television, everybody watched it because there weren't 400 other distractions on cable there or streaming. Exactly, nothing yeah, else to yeah. choose from. Yeah. So I'm going to say higher than that. Higher, okay. Uh, the correct answer is 105.9 million oh people. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, definitely higher. And uh, people. it wow. broke the previous record, That's which like, was Roots, which oh. had about 100 million viewers itself. Okay. Is that like close to like a fourth of the American population? Well, at the time, it would have been a third or better. Yeah, yeah. like a third or something? Yeah. That's a th- well, I don't think that's just American audiences either. That's worldwide, right? Brian, uh, that was, um, I think that's worldwide, but uh, yeah. 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 So I guess that sounds right. Yep. Uh, that's yeah, a lot. That's goodbye, farewell, and amen. That's it. No good oh. luck. Goodbye, farewell, and amen. Yeah, the goodbye or the goodbye and good good luck thing was that movie with uh, Clooney right. about uh exactly. yeah. yeah. Don't choke the chicken. Don't choke the, the chicken. It's the baby. It's yeah. a baby. That chicken. That's right. And if you really, if, this is how you know if your friends are good friends if they write goodbye to you. Uh, out of a bunch of barrels on the ground and rocks, yeah, and yes. rocks. So you can only see it from the sky. That's how you know That's true right. friendship. Exactly. I'm not going to say goodbye to you, ha 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 ha, yep. until you're way far above me, and yep. then it's like, oh, you were nice after all, hot yep. guy. And oh. he rides off on a dumb motorcycle. Anyway, oh, no, there's your uh, AJ that wrote it. Yeah. yeah. There's your there's your deal. Uh, that was awesome. So who won? What'd they get? So uh, Jim Vick is getting a copy of Roller Drome and yeah. Heroes yeah. Hour on Steam. And uh Crystal, you're getting or Crystal, you're getting Demon Turf uh, all three games courtesy of Wesley. Fantastic. Wesley. Thank you, Wesley. Wesley. Uh, you did a great Wesley. job. Hey Dunaway, uh, uh you wanna add anything to your already amazing discourse we've had here with you today? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, if you haven't been uh, watching us play Twisted Metal, we'll be talking about that uh, Wednesday night. So Twisted nice. Metal for our Play Metal. Record show. Yeah, Twisted Metal rocks, by the way. Yes. It does rock, yeah. And there's a series coming out, right? Yeah. 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 I'm playing three and four tonight on my Mr. FPGA. It's coming Who's the, your, uh, what's your favorite uh, character to play? And, uh, sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah. I'm not a Sweet Tooth guy. I think I like the I, guy. Well, that he was... sucks, but it's the most fun. Yeah, he's fun. I like the dude. I like the cop. The, the cop oh, in the yeah. first game. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the cop car is really fun, and also yeah. the guy who's a ti- basically a human tire. Yes. The axle. Yeah. Human yes. tire. Axel is his name. Is that right? Yeah. yeah it's right. monster trucks. Great. Yeah, they're all good. I love that game series. I wish Sony's missing out on not having a game that's like a big battle royale version. You know, modern with a modern graphics mm-hmm. engine. Totally. All that. I don't yeah. know what their deal is. So there's rumors they're working on a, ga- a new game. So that'll be good. But. But uh, yeah, we'll see if that TV show's any good. It's got your Falcon 
slash Captain America. Yes. Yeah. The teaser looked amazing. Mm, that looked so cool. Uh, well, there you have it. Brian Dunaway. Kiss our no, butts. No, you. We'll see you next time. Okay. That was enough time for me to get uh, links out to people. How, oh, that's how fantastic. perfect was that? Yeah, that was very nice. perfect. That's perfect because we're going to do one news story. Hey, Brian, this today's, new, this today's news, this today's news is brought to you by... By Flavor Blasted Goldfish. Yeah. Embarrassing. Look, I'm not saying... Okay, don't think I ate it in uh, one sitting, but I ate but this... But you did. But you did. It took about... <laughs> this took about three days of snacking. Uh, okay. All right. I'm not recommending this. This is a bad idea. Don't do this. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. What was, what was the blast oh, of flavor? Like what was the flavor? flavor cheddar jacked. So it was cheddar and jack cheese yeah. and they were fantastic. Um, all this these my, flavor blasts. This is my little snack bowl. I bring this down here. I like load the snacks in the kitchen and then I bring the snacks down here and then, uh, such a better idea. Yeah, I usually. Yeah, you know what? Lately, I've done into that. my office. Lately, I've done that, but I but I brought down two evil things: that and a, a thing of Pringles. <laughs> so really, lately you don't do that. So it's, lately, it's I don't. Need. Yeah, lately, lately. <laughs> in, the, in the immediate immediate lateliness, I have not done <laughs> That's it. That's right, exactly. Uh, all right, quick news story here: secret plans from a British nuclear submarine found in a toilet. Mm, that's the best place yeah. uh, to find them. Yes. Those, those British. They can't win this week with the coronation. Now this. <laughs> no. Nuclear submarine plans in a toilet. Yep. Uh, secret nuke sub plans were found in a toilet cubicle at the Weatherspoons pub. Many uh, Bothan plumbers uh, died trying to retrieve these plans. That's right. It's important stuff. Classified files on 1.3 billion pounds. Uh, what? Classified files on 1.3 billion pounds HMS Anson have been dropped in the Furnace Railway in Barrow, Cumbria, Britain Press informs. Mm. None of that made sense because nothing makes sense over there when you try to describe (laughs) stuff. So the submarine is the HMS Anson. It's a $1.3 billion sub. And the uh, toilet was found in a pub called the Furnace Railway in Barrow in the township of Cumbria, or the the, uh, county Cumbria in uh, Britain. Yeah, but you were born half British, so you you don't count. Sure, so I half understand it. You half understand it. No, you fully understand because you got more british blood than i do uh the files show the inner workings of the torpedo loaded vessel uh let's see um this was all part of the hydraulics which controlled torpedo hatches steering and buoyancy uh and then they found the dossier there or the the dossier states uh it was found in the boozer Mm. is that a toilet name i guess so yes okay i've heard lou found in the boozer oh the boozer is the pub the pub is oh Right. I keep thinking it's a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Sources say the pub was packed with the papers. Uh, when the Homer papers, is sorry. A loser, and they say he is a loser. <laughs> uh, it says. <laughs> Little Ronstadt singing that one. That's pretty good. Uh, they were sensitive, uh, or they mark sensitive, so they, only, they were only supposed to be on a genuine need to know basis in the government. Mm. Uh, it was a lively night, says one source. The pub was full of people at the do- or from the docks, military and civilian. Uh, I went to the toilet, and the plans were lying on the floor of the cubicle with the lanyard. Wow. Uh, anyone so, could have found so it. So even though, like, you know, the uh, found in a toilet, we interpret that as they were found actually in the toilet itself, but they were found uh, going to the toilet is, you know, what they'd say in the UK. It's on the floor. Yeah, they don't the, mean, yeah, they mean the, 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 the greater toilet. Yeah. The- <laughs> 
Right. They're talking like the larger room when they say toilet. Right, exactly. Or going to the toilets. Always the stall, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, don't... If Look, if you find secret government documentation anywhere, the recommendation is get it to the proper authorities quick so you are not uh, pegged as a traitor. Okay? Right. Or sell it to Gizmodo and they'll publish it. Like sure. Did with it when somebody found an iPhone in a toilet in oh, San yeah, Francisco. Remember that? They were so pissed yeah. about that. Yeah. That was a that was a Steve Jobs joint, and he was. I remember the rumors around it were that he was livid. I'm sure, yeah. Because the four was like a big deal. Yeah. And uh, even though I look at my four now, <laughs> I have my old four somewhere. You know how small that really? phone you is. Still have a four still? Those yeah. are so tiny. Yeah. I know. Remember, like start out big, they got thinner and smaller, and then they're like, nope, people want them bigger and fatter. I'm not kidding when I say the screen was that size. It's the size of a yeah. cre- of a yeah. of a business card. And we used to think that was awesome. Yeah. We, we were wrong. Oh, we were wrong. Yeah. No. What's awesome is the big fatty. Yes. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will be here. Excited to see him as usual. Got a lot to talk about with him. Sure. And Monica, I think, unless you forgot, will be joining us today to talk about <laughs> some movie thing. Uh, I haven't checked in with her, so hopefully uh, we hear from her soon. Cool. Uh, that's all coming up, though. Brian, we can't go anywhere until we play music. What do you have? Yeah, this is a good one. Andy Frasco and the UN. They have the release of their uh, eagerly awaited new album, which is called Le Optimist. Uh, this arrives via Fun Machine Records on Friday, August 11th. Uh, he's going to be touring, starting in Red Rocks, opening for Slightly Stupid. You know the band Slightly Stupid. He's going to be here at uh, Red Rocks here in Morrison, Colorado. Greatest place ever nice. to see a concert and yeah. uh, fight me if you disagree. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this is the brand new song. It's called You Do You. Here are Andy Frasco and the UN.
and Corey Feldman are giving out their personal numbers. If you call 1-900-909-3700, you can listen to their private phone messages and get their personal number where you can leave them a message of your own. Incredible. This is the Morning Stream. Hold on to your butts. Ah, why did that stop? There it is. Sorry. I think that's a bug, is what that is. Bug, little Fargo bug. Little Fargo bug. It's early days on this new version. Anyway, hey, Brian, that sounded uh, like it'd be a real cool song. What? Uh, who was that again? It was a real cool song. Andy Frasco in the UN, the brand new single, You Do You, from their upcoming album, Le Optimist, which comes out in August. I don't know if you saw this, but the the Aces have a new album coming out pretty quick here. Ooh, cool. Big, I should get notified because uh, their, their publicist is uh, one of my frequent contacts so i think it's called always get this way is what it's called nice and do we have, uh, a, do we have a single yet release i think so let's see oh the the the, the, the album title named track uh, always get this way is currently uh not a video let's see yeah there is a single it looks like okay cool oh yeah let's see shane greenberg from the syndicate i think i love them yeah yeah, really oh good. Like I'm going to have to listen to this later. Nice. Local girls do good. That's right. All right. Uh, let's Steven it up uh, because he's the man. He's going to do it. He's going to get in here. He's going to make a difference in the world. Where's it? <laughs> and now welcome Steven to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Hey, look who it is. It's Steven Schleicher, busy grading papers and making shit happen over there. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, you probably have a lot of that. A lot of that going on right now, right? This time of year? Yep. Yeah. Uh, reading business plans for my uh, technology innovation class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grading final documentaries for the advanced video class. Yeah, yeah. And seeing how many students in the intro to electronic media class have plagiarized their papers. Oh, does, that happen, does that happen a lot? You get that? Uh... It happens more than an, more often than you think. It's a freshman level class. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it does happen quite a bit in that. Well, one. okay. Actually, that I'm glad this came up because I, w- I always wanted to ask you this. All this chat GPT stuff, right? This, these uh, large mm-hmm. language models that are really good at like pooping out text and corrections and full papers and stuff. Um my first thought when I heard about those things hitting the scene is I went, oh, students, we're all getting better grades now because now they're just going to cheat their way using ChatGPT. Are, are you guys seeing that? Are you fighting that? Like, not, in, not in any of my classes. There are some instructors that are totally okay with it and they're just like, hey, use it as a tool, but realize that it's not 100% accurate and uh, inaccuracies are going to lower your grade. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. I was curious about that. Hopefully, uh, oh no, there's definitely some instructors out there that are like, the sky is falling. <laughs> I'm sure mm. that's why most of my stuff yeah. is project based. So when my kids were very small, it was Wikipedia that freaked everybody out, and yeah. they were, you know, they teachers or whatever were were banning kids from using Wikipedia for research projects and stuff. But now, that's totally cool to. It's a, it's as it's as any other reference. It's like looking up something in an encyclopedia. I mean, it depends. I guess for me, it's like, hey, Wikipedia is great as a starting point. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah. bottom of the Wikipedia page, they link you to all the original sources. Use those. Yeah, use them. Yes. Use them. Right. Yeah, you want summary? Great. Go to Wikipedia. 
Yeah. You mm-hmm. want like deep dive and your and your grade depends on it, go read a book, you weirdo. That is a really good way though, using the citations at the bottom to go and find the articles and get the true, you know, as opposed yeah. to the uh, the paraphrasing and the, sure. the yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, a really yeah. good way to do it. Uh, the only the only hard part of Chat Beach GPT is back in the day if you were if you had a problem with Wikipedia, you could tell when someone copied Wikipedia because you could go look at it and go, Oh, they just copied and pasted mm-hmm. this right. or or changed it a little bit, I can still tell. In Chat GPT's case, a lot harder to tell that they used it. So, you just got to count the fingers. When they, you <laughs> yes. know, if, they, if they mention fingers in the uh, the, the article, fingers are always just misspelled. It's always like P H I N G E R. Flingers. Or, flingers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> Text based AI can't get fingers right either. That's funny. But yeah, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I guess, I guess hats off to you during this during this dark time where you have to grade all these papers. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's you. let's talk about some fun stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, according to Brian and many others I've talked to, was really good, but it also it did really well money wise. How did how did things mm-hmm. go over the weekend? Well, uh, Chris Pratt dethroned Chris Pratt this weekend uh, <laughs> here in the United States. One hundred and eighteen million dollars in the box office, just about two million dollars shy of what they expected it did at one hundred and twenty million. Uh, that is down from Volume Two, which was one forty six. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they ended up making 289 worldwide, so that is a pretty good haul. Wow. It's for a Chris me, Pratt. sorry, oh lord. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow, he's having a pretty good year, I would say. He is. Yeah. Um, is it uh, on track to have a good second? You know, like you always want. You always want to know how that second weekend goes, right? Because that's your big. Yeah, I think dinner. probably the second weekend is going to be a lot better because the interesting thing is if you look at the box office trend Sunday, they expected it, the box office receipts to be lower. It was actually higher on Sunday, mm-hmm. and so I think next weekend you're going to see a, a big bump, uh, especially as so many schools are wrapping up. Oh, graduation yeah. in the next week or two i think this will hold hold pretty strong over the next couple of weeks okay. what's our next uh, big temple film uh, uh we got raider or sorry indiana jones in june late june yeah yeah, yeah uh, so there's something before that july's uh, oppenheimer um yeah. what am i thinking of uh, there is something before that uh, oh ben uh, hypnotic there's some sci-fi thing coming out uh, oh, this uh, weekend with ben affleck We've got Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse coming yes. out in, in about so, a month. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And, and then we have Transformers Beast Wars or Rise of the Beast on June 9th. Okay. And then The Flash on June 23rd. And then Indiana Jones on June 30th. So Guardians really has potential to, to at least last a month at the top before Spider-Man comes in and dethrones it. Yes. Yeah. If people, unless people are interested in seeing The Little Mermaid, which... Oh yeah, right. Well, that is. Yeah, people will be interested in seeing that. I'm interested oh, mm-hmm. in seeing that. I didn't know yeah. that was going to theaters. I thought that was going straight, straight to Disney Plus. Or it was a Disney Plus original type thing. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Uh, I didn't. I had no idea yeah. Javier Bardem was King Triton. So I'm all in now. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Pri- prior to that, I didn't really care. To be honest, I was just like, ah, eh, whatever. But, dude, have, is he going to kill anybody with a cow air gun? Because that's what I want. Sure, sure. I mean, flip what? a flip a coin beforehand, and yeah. Uh, yeah. what are we even doing? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's great that here's, here's my only complaint, by the way, Alamo draft house. Uh, if I join their, their, their monthly service, I can't order tickets for Spider-Man until seven days in advance. Whereas if I'm not a member, I can order it a month in advance. I can get tickets today for Spider-Man in a month, but, Mm. uh, but I can't reserve my spot unless it's seven days or less in advance, which is lame. Yeah. It's a little bit lame, but still it's like. 
that just means they're doing good, right? Isn't that an indicator that they're busy and, you know, that it's hard to get in there or whatever? It just means that they want to be dicks and keep people <laughs> who are paying a monthly, $20 monthly for their service, keep them from uh, being able to pre-order in a month in advance. Yeah. What I might do is, like, get my tickets and then get rid of them seven days in advance and see if I could really quickly... <laughs> <laughs> grab grab those spots exactly like hold up basically just lock them down and then uh release and buy the seats immediately do it <laughs> if i can do it i want i'd love to hear how it ends up going yeah yeah we'll see that seems scary anyway scott you said you had a rumor or something about uh yeah i starting. uh there was some rumor floating around we i mean this isn't this isn't a spoiler to say that Dave Batista has said publicly multiple times now that this is the end for Drax. Whatever form that takes, I don't know, but you know, he's sure. not going to be in these movies anymore. He would be in my opinion and a few others I've read uh, would be an amazing Lex Luthor in my opinion. Mm. Because Lex Luthor is often shown as sort of a skinny, you know, suited up looking dude or whatever. But yeah. Lex Lex was like beefy in, or at least in a lot of the comics, he was like beefy. Not only smart, not only the smartest man in the world, but he could fight. He could he could do stuff. And I like Batista's acting a lot. And I think he could be he could be Lex Luthor in the future DC stuff oh. with with James Gunn making that choice, obviously because they work together and all that. So I don't know if there's any meat to that bone, but I I like that idea a lot. What do you think, Stephen? I I'm not sure I would go that that mm. far <clears throat> on that only right. because Lex Luthor is the quote unquote scientist of yeah. uh, you know the Superman's brawn. Lex Luthor has the brain, and so I mean, not saying that anybody who doesn't work out uh, can't be smart, but I don't see Dave Batista as the Lex Luthor type. Really? See, I really don't. The, yeah, he's got the bald, lumpy head. He's got the uh, uh, looks good in a suit. Going on there, glasses change things up a little bit for him. It's real easy to make anybody look like that. Real easy, like, yeah. like Jesse that's Eisenberg. The easiest, yeah. uh, you're on, you're on my camera, and I'll show you how easy it is to be bald. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. I, the, the the thing I read made a pretty good argument, and I think I agreed with it. But we'll see. He he's made hints that he's got ideas over there, or, or that him and James Gunn have it's, some. Batista ideas. wants to play Lex Luthor in in the Young Superman movie, according to yeah. IndieWire. Oh, I didn't he, know that. He wants he wants to do this. Okay. Yeah. Well, bring it. And in. then that might happen, and he might be really good at it. I, I will say that for anybody that goes and sees Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, you will have a pretty good blueprint for what we're going to see in that Superman movie. Mm. Oh, oh, interesting. It's be so interesting to see, it, like comedy being injected, like comedy that works being injected into DC films. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna Are we gonna have uh, tearjerker moments? Yes. Yeah. Are we gonna have an animal? Obviously, uh, Crypto the Superdog is going to show. Right, yeah. Are we going to have all sorts of music that just fits in with the piece? Yes. Are we going to have conflicted characters and and quite possibly a bunch of uh, awful characters show up? And by the end, you're like, ah, they're not so bad after all. Yes. I want uh, I want Crypto's dog to be voiced by Borat's daughter, though. That's too bad that uh, that we've already kind of got that. Oh, she's so great. Freaking love her. Okay, let me ask you guys this question. Guardians as a as a trilogy of all the MCU trilogies mm-hmm. seems like 
pretty it's pretty easy to say this is the best of all the trilogies. Easy easy to say it. Yes. Now, yes, if you said if you said duology like or whatever you'd want to call it, duology of of Infinity War and Endgame, it's a different argument. That's an incredible set of films like all that. Yeah, but, but I wouldn't call that even a two film because that's really they're just Avengers. Yeah, just one film. Yeah. Yeah, well, or or you say that, you know, it's Avengers Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. Um you say it's part of the Avengers Quintal Quintup or uh, quadrilogy or whatever the four. Sure, this would be four until the fifth one comes out. And the only competition here is what Thor has three, Iron Thor Man has had four three, now. Yeah, four. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Iron Man Dark had three. World, uh, Love and Thunder and uh, Ragnarok. So besides and that, Iron, Man's Iron Man has three. One. Yeah, Iron is Man, Man has three. three. Which Iron Man's three? Yep. Iron Man's three. I think those Iron are Iron Man is three. Iron Man Spider-Man, and Spider Man is three. Oh yeah, if you can't, that's eight, true. nine, ten. I yeah, mean, I, if you count, yes, if you if you only count the the Sony MCU, uh, yeah, it feels safe saying that Guardians is the one that got it the best for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely, I I wouldn't say that the third is. I mean, it's a very good one. I don't think it's the best one. I still like the first one. I'd go one, three, two. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Brian, what would you yeah, do? Yeah. Would you go one, three, two? Also, see, I I took another look at Guardians too. The, the thing. It, so much of my joy of Guardians Two is in the first five minutes in that Mister Blue Sky fight with um, mm-hmm. with Groot dancing while the credits are rolling. The freeze frame, you know, Drax going into the the beast and uh, fighting his way out and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I, I think I think one does sit best for me, and I think I probably would go same as uh, Stephen one three two. One three two. Okay. One three two. Well, I disagree with Doctor Calhoun. It says Guardians two was not good. I still say it's really good. Their time, you know the the stuff with ego is like eh, but the uh, the all the setup the setup and stuff for that with the Nebula and Gamora and mm-hmm. um, the introduction of Mantis and her and and Drax's uh, amazing friendship that they really build upon in the holiday special and in the in Guardians three. Um, I think was really really good. Yeah, without, I don't discount two one bit. Yeah, without Mantis, I wouldn't have my I wouldn't have an MCU crush. She's my MCU crush. Yeah, I love yeah. her. Uh, but also, uh, you know, Tom. yeah, she's great. I uh, she's great. But the second one's fine. It's, yeah, it's good. And, and that's what I'm saying about these trilogies. There's none of none of them. I think are as good as the whole of this set. You know, like there's high points and all. Thor, uh, th- third Thor is amazing, incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fourth, eh, one, eh, two, better than I thought, but still kind of eh compared to three. Like three's really the best Thor movie, and I don't yeah. know, none of them hold up to this. So I guess what I'm saying is, poor Marvel losing MC or losing uh, James Gunn James and his Gunn. vision. I know it is. It's I it's like to lose what I think is their current best director or was their, oh, yeah, their yeah. best director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to ask about the rumor about uh, Marvel DC crossover now that James Gunn is over at. DC and he said we're not ruling it out but it's at least 10 years away yeah, yeah. it's also he's really... got to get in there and establish yeah. stuff with DCU before we can yeah. even think about that as yeah well. and also convincing these executives that that's a good idea is not going to be easy like you're going to have to guarantee a certain kind of like crazy money <laughs> oh it would generate crazy money the problem is you know anytime people are like who's going to win in a fight uh, Hulk or Superman it's like neither one because uh, it has to be an even 
an even match throughout. That's going to be yeah. the agreement because if Hulk beats Superman, oh my God, what does that say about DC Comics or vice versa? And so even when they did the Marvel DC crossovers in the comics, it was basically let's make sure that this is all a draw so that no one can claim that their hero is better than some other hero. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting though. I kind of look forward to seeing it if I live that long. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's only 10 years, Scott. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, yeah, sure. <laughs> At the rate I'm going, let's see. How many Pringles do I have left? I don't know. We'll see how yeah, it goes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the writer's strike for a second. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of delays. Stranger Things final season delayed. Evil season yep. four wrapped early. Blade delayed. Yep. Can we stop on yep. Blade for a second? Blade is like already riddled with delays. So this is just like one more big fat delay on a thing that I swear is never going to happen. I really want mm-hmm. it to. But I guess it's better than going for it. Like they're the, the rings of power is they're going they're doing it i just like to remind everybody last time this happened uh landry killed a guy for a whole season (laughs) when rider strikes happen and people move ahead things don't go well yeah no no we had a half season of lost that uh was weak a half season of breaking bad i think was around that time i think they didn't breaking bad just they did the part they had writing for and then just left Yes, right? they had yeah. the season five, part one, and part two, basically. That's right, and that sucked because you had to wait forever for all that shit to happen. But but yeah, so Blade, uh, Stephen, um, do you think Blade's ever going to really happen? Like this just feels like oh, another- I'm sure I'm sure it will happen because they were getting very close to having a finished script and getting ready to go into production because they do have to get that movie out. Yeah. Uh, this will basically put a stop to any last writers room stuff on this. And of course, if you have a showrunner, which for people who don't know what a showrunner is, obviously as Aslov over at HBO does not have any idea what a showrunner is, uh, they are the head writer and they are the ones that are on set making sure that if there's line changes or scenes that need to be dropped, uh, that that still makes coherent sense and. And it's a vital part of of the production process. So uh, I, Blade will will be done. Uh, we're just going to see when we come out of this, when we come out of this. It's not a matter of if, it's just when. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see the studios have a huge backlog of, of movies that need to be got out the door and done. So anything that you're planning for the next five years, you might as well put an extra year or two on top of that, depending on how long this strike goes. Uh, my guess is that uh, the last time, well, there was the time before that they negotiated three years ago, and that one went fine. There was not a long strike, but the, what was the one, 2007 one? Yeah. Uh, that's the one that that really kicked all of the reality television into high gear. So if you're someone like me who hates reality television with a passion, mm-hmm. uh, uh, be prepared for a lot more of that to start appearing on your on your uh, TVs and streaming services. Boo! Yeah, unless they're good. I, I have I have no <laughs> desire to see a Kardashians series. Oh hell re- no. no! Relaunched or anything. And there's like that. and there's no way to like to to fast track uh, you know competition shows, which you know. Which I enjoy a lot more than the garbage reality shows that we know we're going to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lego Masters, British Bake Off style shows. If you could do those, great. But there's no, there's it's so hard to fast track stuff like that yeah. and and get it into the. Uh, Brian, did I tell uh, you I, then, I I queued up some Taskmaster episodes? I'm going to watch. That did show. you? Oh, yeah. good, excellent. I haven't watched them yet, but they're on my queue. Uh, we can add that. another another one to the list. George R. R. Martin said that uh, the the next Game of Thrones spinoff series, The Hedge Knight, is on pause as mm. a support of the WGA. So, boo. I mean, you know, yeah, I wonder if yeah, that gives him some time. I don't know to write a book. <laughs> Finish the sixth book of the thing we all are making other shit about. You exactly slow ass mother effer. <laughs> we were having this. We were having this discussion in 2011. 
about why oh, that right. book's not done yet. Like yeah, Game of Thrones good. started when he was still working on this sixth book or fifth book, sixth book, sixth book. <laughs> uh, hurry up and finish that. All right, other shows. Uh, I haven't heard of Loot. What is Loot? Oh, that's the Maya Rudolph thing on Netflix. Oh, yeah, where she's like a former or, uh, Apple 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 Plus. TV Plus. That's yeah. right. She's yeah. a fair, former heiress or something. And yeah, mm. and people are saying that's really good. I haven't. We haven't watched a single episode, but uh, uh, people we know really like it. Uh, and then you got Saturday Night Live. How does that work? I don't remember what happened in the. They're off. They're off the air. They're, they're just, just off like, air. Yeah. You can, yeah. What else are you gonna do? Do you all, remember all your talk shows? Poor, all your night. Poor talk Pete shows Davidson was set to have his uh, his return to SNL this last weekend, and the writers' strike kind of said, "Nope, nope sorry, sorry, Pete." Happening. Yeah. Uh, funny thing though, back in the day, I remember uh, the talk shows. You know, they're always affected, right? Um, and I remember Conan O'Brien right. in particular yeah. did my favorite thing, which was. He took his, during all the early monologue stuff you'd have writing for, he sat at his desk, took off his wedding ring, and spun it to see how long it would spin on the table. <laughs> and they just tried to break the record. And if it didn't fell too soon, he'd do it again. And Andy Richter just sit there watching him. It was awesome. That's funny. It, it was so wow. good. That video's on YouTube somewhere. It's worth worth looking at. Hmm. Uh, but all the talk shows are affected, right? All of them. Colbert, everybody. They're yes. Just, uh-huh. just writers. Yep. They've already mm-hmm. gone into reruns and, and et cetera. So. Didn't Dave... Yeah. So back in the Letterman days, my memory is, the 80s one, the strike that was mm-hmm. in the 80s or maybe late 80s, early 90s, don't remember. But he went and he wrote everything from then forward or something. He did like... Letterman did, did? Yeah. There was some deal where he kept the show on the air... Oh, wow. And did mostly interviews and spent more time doing that, but then would write the bits that needed writing or something. That and I don't, I don't remember know. if that was controversial or if he was even that in That would the definitely guild. today would be controversial. Yeah, because technically he'd be doing the writer's jobs. jobs. Like he'd be, yeah. he'd technically be breaking the. He'd be uh, stab working. <laughs> yes. Um, I know uh, Kimmel is still paying all of his writers' salaries, like during this whole thing. Jay Leno took everybody donuts on the. On the the picket lines. Mm. Oh, that's um, nice. He didn't even have a show now, and he went and did it. No, no, exactly. Hey, guys, hey, hey, just like some hey, donuts. Uh, you get some donuts here. You see this? You see this? It's a crawler. You see? You see this? I got this <laughs> every day showing up with donuts in one of his different cars. I love it. Uh, it, yeah. So it's going to be a little weird. Do you have any heat on how long this will take, Stephen? Like, are we looking at weeks, months? It days? will be. It will be weeks, uh, and maybe months. It just depends because we've got a big trifecta of um, of negotiations going on because the next big one happens at the end of June with the Directors Guild. Mm. So uh, the Directors Guild is what we think is going to that they're going to be on strike at least until then. Uh, the Directors Guild appears like they are going that they are standing in solidarity with the writers. So if an agreement can't be right reached at the end of June, uh, then it's SAG after, which I believe is at the end of July and yeah. August, I think is when theirs theirs comes up. Yep. So we could have all three unions on strike uh, by oh, the God. end of summer. So oh, I have a feeling that this is going to go until at least the end of June when DGA DGA sits down to uh, negotiate. All right, kids, this is what you do. You start really getting into podcasts and morning streams and film sacks and the, take all your entertainment eyeballs off of the ball for a minute. Come over here. All right. We got you. We're not on strike and we don't write shit. All right. That's right. We write show notes that are basically copied and pasted from news stories around the world. Which is not enough to get us into the guild. So we're safe. Nope. We're nope. a safe zone. Uh, all right. Steven, does this affect comic book writers? I was just curious. No, um, no. It depends on you know what their status is. Certainly, it affects comic book writers if they are in any talks to have their stuff adapted into right. a, a screenplay. And of course, if they are a WGA writer, you're only striking against 
the um, Struck Studios. Got it. So uh, I I suppose technically if someone is a WGA writer, they really need to contact their their board because if you're a WGA writer and you're working for Marvel or Warner Brothers, those are Struck Studios and they control the comic book. So I don't know. I I don't think it does. Uh, Certainly journalists are excused from this as well unless they are currently working on a no. project, but uh, as, the only thing that affects is if you've got a pro- project that is uh, in production or moving forward, even in talks. So, like the Mark uh, Millars of the world, he could be affected because he's got a foot in both sides. But people- yes, but I don't. I, I really don't think it's going to affect his comic book production output. I really think it affects. Hey, uh, I am you know writing this comic book, but it might be turned into a TV show show at Netflix. I don't know how that, I don't know how that would work. And do you There's think- going to definitely be some complicated gray areas. Oh, here. for sure. Do you, do you think that we're going to see? So the immediate impact is, is not that much because a lot of stuff that's wrapped and ready for showing. And, you know, you've got your, you've, you've got your stuff that wasn't going to be scheduled anyway. Right. But then there's right. going to be, even after the strike is over, you're going to have a weird gap, right? Like a weird dead zone where it's all reality TV you, or filler. You or, could, you could very LA. easily. That's yeah. that's why the sooner they do it, the better. Like we saw some of the shows you already mentioned, uh, one of them wrapped early because they don't have writers. And so they're like, well, we're just going to finish this up. There are other shows. So the nice thing is that a lot of this happens at the end of a lot of these seasons. Mm. And so you have the summer rerun stuff. Most shows don't come back until, until October anyway. Uh, in the fall and they don't start production until July or August. So uh, television shows, I think they could probably be okay, depending on when everything, you know, when everything uh, ends, when everything concludes with the strike movies, I don't think you're going to be affected as much because you've got a backlog of stuff, Uh, streaming services, probably not. I mean, they're probably in the same situation as, as TV and movie, traditional movie and TV studios are, uh, streamers, though, they can always go to Canada and get content from Canada or like Netflix. They get a lot of stuff from Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can they can bring that stuff in and just say, hey, we've got new stuff already here. Yeah. Bring more British so, stuff over, you know? Yeah. 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 But yeah, going. I think that uh, if it goes until June, yeah, you're probably not going to see the return of any of your TV shows until probably January. And for movies, you're going to might as well just take all of the dates that have been announced and push those off. <laughs> At least a year, maybe a year and a half. Okay. Jeez. Wow. I would make you make a recommendation for our listeners. Uh, if you want to ha- see some of the best comedy writing I've seen in a while, go and find photos of people at the picket signs for these things. And if mm-hmm. you find comedy writers, the shit they're saying <laughs> on their signs are some of the funniest jokes I've ever read. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll have to look for that. That's awesome. Like huh. one of them, this is just a small one, but you know how comedians are always like, you know, half the reason I'm funny is because my childhood was horrible or whatever. Yeah. I saw yeah. one that said, the sign, she's holding it up and the sign says, chat GPT does not, uh, let's see, chat GPT does not have any childhood trauma or something like that. And there's <laughs> lots of stuff like that. Great little in, in jokes and amazing nice. writing. So I'm just saying, Support the writers, but also go look oh, at yeah, some of the shit they're writing. The writers, because that yeah, writing would, is amazing. Yeah, I would also encourage people to track down the two-page PDF document that the WGA sent out last week on Tuesday when the strike was announced. That said, here's what we want. Here's what the producers stopped on, and a lot of the stuff is like they wouldn't even bring this up. It was you know if they say AI, it's like not even a point of contention uh, with with the. Uh, with the producers right uh, let's see i don't think i oh yeah here it is the proposal right here uh let's see one of the biggest ones of course is the six uh, percent 
uh, for all minimums, including residuals. And the AMPTP said 4%. When it got down to granted a second step, uh, if hired for a screenplay for less than 250% of the medium, the uh, minimum, they rejected that proposal. Weekly pay was completely rejected. Uh, established minimums for streaming was reduced quite a bit. I'm trying to see where the AI stuff is. Uh, maybe that's on page two here. It does get mentioned, though, eh? It does get mentioned. Artificial intelligence. Re- uh, the WGA wanted regulated use of artificial intelligence on MBA-covered projects. AI can't write or rewrite literary material, can't be used as source material, and MBA-covered material can't be used to train AI. The producers re- rejected our proposal, countered by offering annual meetings to discuss advancements in technology. Oh, boo. That's and I don't think that's... I mean... I would like them to say, okay, I think we can maybe look at this for a time being, but I think rejecting it outright is probably not the way to go and saying, hey, can we use this as a tool? Just like we said earlier with Wikipedia. In the early days, Wikipedia, everybody was freaked out about it. Today, everyone's like, it's a good start, but don't rely on it. Mm -hmm. And I think that the same thing could be looked at here where, okay, maybe use it to punch up some, uh, somebody had asked in the chat about video games, the strike doesn't affect video games yet, but have AI generate all the boring, you know, generic NPC persons running around. Mm. So you don't need a writer's room for that. Mm. That would free them up to really flesh out the story in the world and the storylines for everything. But I think definitely coming back and looking at this every year is a very good idea. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You definitely should be looking at it, but the Mm -hmm. the contention Wikipedia was never going to be anything more than Wikipedia is. ChatGPT and things like it have the potential of becoming much, much more than they are right now. Like, we are at the beginning of that. So I get the fear of writers, creators, and artists about this because it's not as simple as, well, it's just a tool. That 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 saying it's just a tool is only true at the moment. And it's evolving quickly, um, daily almost. Mm-hmm. So that... I get those concerns and I hope that they're at least willing, you know, whatever their annual meeting, it's probably got to be more quickly than that. Be honest. Cause this stuff changes like seriously by the month. So with, with the, these are every three years, the contracts are negotiated. Yeah. So this, whatever they come to a conclusion on, it'll be three years from now before they have to sit down at the table and talk about it again. Okay. Does they do this? So they just do every three years. This is just every something. three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they've, and they've agreed all uh, most of the time until now, this has just been a, a year where they don't agree. Uh, there's always give and take with any negotiation, but I think that the the big sticking point, and this really, I think a lot of people can understand, they would like a percentage increase, you know, a 6% increase on what they're currently getting. Well, if you think three years ago, think about how high inflation has gone over the last uh, couple of years, and I'm sure there's not a cost of living adjustment that's made for any of this. So you could actually be working and losing money right now because of, of inflation based on where you were three years ago. Mm. Yeah. And so I think that it's completely fair to say, hey, we want more money. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. think that it's out of the question for everything that a writer does. And I really support the writers in the in the strike. Yeah. And all those companies made record profits, even though they laid off people. And and that's the thing that's the real sticking point, right? So you have Warner Brothers. Uh, can't see your HBO subscri- uh, streaming service, please, everybody. You oh. have Warner <laughs> Brothers. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. We just don't have the money to pay you anything more and then you've got the execs bringing in 50 million dollars a year that they take home and then announcing hey we made 500 or 50 million dollars in profit this year okay well then that needs to go to the to the people that means you have money yeah it means you have have money. money so you can't you can't have it both ways you can't announce a profit and then also at the same time say you don't have money yeah warner brothers yeah. pisses me off uh all right well, as long as they keep letting 
Mad Max movies come out, then I guess they're okay in my book. Um, <laughs> right. no, they're going to cancel that. They do not cancel Furiosa. They writing strike on strike. Yeah, but the time they come out, there's not going to be time to go back and pick that up. It's, it's done. Scott. It's done and ready to go. But any third film is in jeopardy. No, no, it's it's like done. They they're, they're not even going to release it. They're gonna they're gonna cancel it and take the tax yeah. deduction. Listen, yeah. you blast. It's all right. It's all right. They can focus on other things. Some it's kind right. of blasphemer. Yeah. You're a blasphemer today. Is what you are. <laughs> today today you woke up and you chose violence. All right, that's fine. Uh, anyway, hey, this is all very interesting, I think. And there's more of it and lots of other cool coverage over at Majorspoilers.com. Like we always tell everybody, go over there and get in there. Make that part of your daily routine. Stephen, anything going on that you'd like to tell people about? I think if you are looking for a lead up to the Dial of Destiny where Indiana Jones gets to punch Nazis, you really need to check out our critical hit campaign that we're running right now. It is uh, Octoon Cthulhu, which is just Indiana Jones meets Cthulhu. And we're punching Nazis left and right in that in that podcast. So go check that out. Yeah. And of course, uh, we want everyone as the weather gets warmer, maybe not where you are, Scott, but it was 90 yesterday. And I think it's supposed to be 90 today. If you're going outside, definitely stay hydrated. We sure will. Bye, Stephen. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's okay. see if Monica is around. She is around. She's uh, she's changed her her Discord status to "I'm here, Scott." So oh. she's here. It says she's she has the moon on, which usually is she's asleep. But uh, but I think she's here. Okay, there she is. She's let's here. let's play her. I even made her a thing. Where is it? Uh, there we go. Hey, Monica, welcome to the show. How are you, Wicked Kitten? Hello. I'm well. How are you? Oh, you good know, to be back. Couldn't be better. Uh, it's good to have you back. Welcome to uh, the show. You mentioned last week that you had something you really wanted to share with uh, the TMS audience today, and I'm sure it's movie related, maybe even oh. horror movie related, right? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, tell us all about it. What's going on? Well, first, um, I wanted to take a quick moment just to, uh, you know, introduce my hosts of Gore. Because there seemed to be a little bit of confusion at some <laughs> as point. To, as to who's a host and who's just a hype man, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Claire is a lovely patron of the show and, and a listener and my wife. Yeah. And she is wonderful, but she is not a, a co-host on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you don't want to do shows with people who are married to, right? Aww. No, no. Not like uh, Skim or good. anything. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a good idea. So skim skim works out pretty well, but yeah. just you know, for 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 the masses, it's uh, TV's Travis, yeah. famous, uh, infamous. Yeah. Um, uh, Faye, who is a friend of ours, and uh, Wesley, who goes by the Dreadlord. So the video Dread. game person you always talk about. Yes, nice. the purveyor of Steam codes extraordinaire. Yeah, he's really good at making sure we have, are always stocked. You know, he is with the yep. Steam codes. Uh, well, that's awesome. Can I just say something about Travis real quick? When we were in Vegas, um, my expectation was not how big he was. Like, he is a tall, intimidating, bearded man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, soft as a teddy bear. Nicest guy ever. But if you don't yeah. know that going in, like, I've done shows with him, and he kind of, in, in his video, he's always just kind of down here a little bit. He's a little bit low like that. <laughs> and right, in yeah. real life, he is just like... Whoa, freaking Travis! Can you cast an imposing figure? That, yeah, uh, TV's yeah. Travis. I'm pretty so sure he's talking he's, to him, and, uh, and he's he's Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, absolutely, down. I'm pretty sure he's the reason you guys got busted on Fremont because he's so imposing that that's that's who the police saw. Oh no, he wasn't even down there yet. No, it was. Oh, uh, okay. Sadly, it was it was. Believe it or not, it was the not quite as imposing figure of KT Data. 
but it was the imposing figure of Keiichi Data's tripod. Uh, that was the, uh, yeah, that'll get you. Yeah. Just phones on the on Fremont, we wouldn't have had any problem. We're pretty sure. But well, a tripod and if, like a, what looks like a more permanent setup was. The so problem. we blame we blame Kevin. Is what you're saying? That's what we do. We blame Kevin. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's fair enough. Uh, well, thanks for I the didn't clarification. Get to go anywhere. Hey, we wish you'd have been there. You'd have been fun. We would have had yeah. a great time with Monica there. Uh, all right. Well, that's out of the way now. We now know the full uh, context and constitution of your show, Gore. Uh, now te- now share with us whatever news you brought today. Okay. So uh, first, I um, a while back, um, Brian had made a comment about the Invisible Man movie that came out in 2020. Yeah. So... I'm here to kind of defend it a little oh, bit. Are you, are you going to gidget this and respond to something that was like months ago? <laughs> what? I, I couldn't get on the show any earlier. Like I had jury duty and then it got canceled. And then some people were in Vegas or whatever. Uh-huh. And so I couldn't, I couldn't get okay. it. But defend Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Moss's uh, Invisible Man film. So it's a good movie. There you go. Um, okay, no, it. but uh, you know, <laughs> Like, the whole thing about The Invisible Man is it's, like, this allegory of, you know, not being seen and the, you know, what would you do? Yeah. (laughs) It's invisible. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I know you mean, like, literally, but I mean, like, like what it, the behind what the story means is about the people that are Mm, unseen. So there's a lot of, like, queer undertone and marginalized people and stuff like that in general. So, like, you know, if you go back and you watch the 1933 one with uh, the adorable, I'm forgetting his name now. What's yeah, his name? it was uh, the guy. Uh, Claude Rains. Claude Rains. Yeah. You know, that's all. <clears throat> He's doing, like, evil stuff and being a, you know, a jerk. That movie is funny, though. Um, and then you said that this Invisible Man was just kind of like a slasher. But I actually have to say that the Hollow Man movie that came out... Uh, mm-hmm. 2000 with Kevin Bacon uh, was definitely more of like a cheesy slasher. Well, not cheesy, maybe, but it was a slasher, yeah, it was and cheesy. it ruined it ruined yeah. Kevin Bacon for me because there's a scene in there I don't ever want to watch again. Okay. And yeah. uh, you know, I love Kevin. You know Bacon. what? I will I will concede that I think a lot of my Invisible Man uh, memory probably includes some Hollow Man uh, uh, thrown in throughout. Look at this cast, though, man. I'm not hearing any music. <laughs> I don't hear music. Oh, our background You've got music. Local music. Yeah, talking about our background. We always have it on. Oh. Um, so, Kevin, okay, listen to this cast Kevin Bacon, yeah. Elizabeth Shue, yeah. Josh Brolin, Kim Dickens, Greg Grumberg. This is a hell of a. Of a oh, you cast. haven't. Is this the first time you're hearing of Hollow Man? I've No, I've seen. I've never seen Hollow Man, but I didn't realize all these people were in it. I knew it was a Verhoeven oh, yeah. movie, and that's all I knew is like, hey, guy yeah, made Robocop. We've made had it. this thing queued up for uh, Film Sack, like basically. It's on our our need to see it list for film sack, and it's certainly more sackable than the Invisible Man from 2020. I'll, I'll also agree to that too. Although probably both of them <laughs> yeah. probably sacked in 2021 as well. Do a back to back on it. We sacked movies that are considered good as well, Monica. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna say that, like, it's it, this one is more disliked. It's the 5.8, and I think the Elizabeth Moss one is. 7.2 or something. Yeah, it's a high to, uh, 92% tomato meter. So, yeah, um, which doesn't mean anything. Critics are critics can be dumb, but it's sure, the sure. thing that I love about this movie. And I just want to say from my perspective is that it's not written from the, the perspective of the invisible man right. doing horrible things. It's written from the perspective of the woman 
in the mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it more like a slow burn psychological movie, which is like so much my flavor. Mm-hmm. But it also has these really great hints of... Um, so it's written by, I should say, I should start this out by saying, like, it's written by Lee Wanell, who I love. You know, he wrote Saw and the mm-hmm. Insidious movies. Super, super great writer. And I was surprised that, you know, a man could write a woman so well like this, like this story. But he actually, he went out of his way to ask Elizabeth Moss during the process of making the movie, because he directed it too, um, you know, advice on, you know, this situation, how does it, you know, seem like for a woman and stuff like that. So I, I, I felt that before I even read that information. So... I really enjoyed the movie. I'm sorry. I'm just going to yeah. say that. No, no apology I'm not, necessary. I'm not harping I on think, you. Like I said, I think that uh, that I was probably throwing some Hollow Man uh, uh, cheese at the Invisible Man uh, memory that I had because, you know, the, the, all these invisible things. At least I didn't think of Chevy Chase and uh, his, you know. Oh, my gosh, dude. Invisible Man uh, movie. That was so bad. I forgot that existed. Thank you for bringing that one back to my memory, because that movie sucked. (laughs) The The best part is Chevy Chase drinking, drinking, like, first time he's invisible, he looks in the mirror while he's drinking something, and you immediately see him throw it up. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Ew. Foul. The the 2021 also has one of the best kill scenes ever, like the scariest, most surprising scene yeah, so go back and watch it. If, All right. you, if I need you haven't to, seen it, I've watch it. That. I'm yeah. going to uh, finally watch it. I don't know why I didn't before. It's on Peacock. I got that. I got the Peacock. Yeah, I could do it's that. Pretty, yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah. All right. You've convinced me. Or yeah. we or we save it for. Uh, for or yeah, if we save it for film tech. soon, or we do it soon for film sec while it's on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go for, might, go for that. Yeah. You might yeah. want to watch it for like. I feel like Halloween is definitely film sec. I'm oh, not an expert sure. on film sec, but you know. Yeah, I, I mean, who is things. really? We're not. We're oh, barely. Hollow Man is uh, currently on HBO Max. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, uh, Randy, that, if you're listening, let's sneak that shit in, in the chat. Is he? Hey, actually, Randy, let's yeah. sneak that shit in there. We can well, do it. We I all get actually, to choose. I could actually do it right now. I am inserting it into. I've moved some movies. You've moved the movie to the movie. <laughs> I can talk about a couple of movies that I've seen. Sure. Yeah. What do you got? So, uh, I'm going to preface this by saying, no, I haven't seen Evil Dead Rise yet. I'm going to see it soon, I swear. Ooh, I swear, I wait. promise. Can't wait for that one. But I I watched Scream 6, and yeah. it's not my least favorite Scream. Oh, so wow. That's <laughs> something. Wow. Hey, okay. stop, stop so with the, the rousing recommendation that yeah. you've just so given for like, Scream. It's like one, four, two, six, five, three. Oh. If, there you go. Wait, give me the first. What's your top three? Uh, one, four, two. Four? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right. I really liked four. All right. I don't, I don't care what anybody says, but three was bad. So it's like, it's almost like four just gets risen up anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, it was very interesting putting it in New York and I love the flavor of that. There's a lot of like little nods to horror movies. They actually show, uh, Jason takes Manhattan on a television during the movie. So that's like, you know, Wor- worth it. Mm-hmm. Yep, every time. Yeah. All right. So go watch, go watch Scream Six. That's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And I watched that new Boston Strangler movie, which isn't really a horror movie, so to speak, but it, it is. Uh, what's it called? It's, Just Boston huh? Strangler. Is that the name? Yeah, the Boston Strangler. It's got Kira Knightley with no accent. So oh, that's what I like to call. Here it, it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, this is like a period piece in the '60s, like about the actual Strangler. Mm-hmm. This looks so good. And they good. smoke a uh, uh, crap ton. Like so much smoking going mm. on. 
Sure. I mean, Brian and I love Carrie Coon, time. unconditionally love Carrie Coon. We do, yes. Uh, Chris Cooper's great. Love him. Prox oh, man. The midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Leftovers, Carrie Coon. Yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff I didn't know about Fargo. the Boston Strangler, but, you know. Rory that's Coltrane. That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like Zodiac, but uh, I guess does maybe she, not. Does she have a Boston accent, oh. at least, Keira Knightley? <laughs> Uh, say, oh, somebody got wicked strangled over there. No, no, she did not do that. She had like a very, you know, American-ish ah, there's a strangled bad patron over there yeah. leaning against the car. Bad tri- um, yeah. That probably would have been way too hard for her. Maybe yeah. a little bit. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. Her, her American's good. Her American's better than mine. Really? Um Watch Pretty this. I'm writing because I I do want to see that. I love a I love a good uh, like Zodiac's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're you're telling me this has got Zodiac vibes. I'm, I think I'm in. That sounds great. And I'll recommend a Shutter movie as well. There's a movie that just I think it just released or it's recent. It's called From Black, and it's just like a really creepy movie about a mother who loses her child and the lengths that she will go to to see her child again and it gets pretty you know like dark and there's some creepy stuff in there yeah wow um i like creepy stuff yeah shutter's having some good stuff yeah there was there was um some unsettling talk that shutter was going to get shuttered for lack of a better way of saying it um because amc was feeling the burn on just i don't know they were feeling pressure on the financial side or something and there was rumors they were going to shut down Shutter, which is an AMC joint, which I think is a who owns AMC's parent company by somebody else. Anyway, oh, I don't think that's right. happened or been announced, but I don't know. And I don't know where the rumor started, but I remember feeling a, a slight tinge of pain when I heard that because I like Shutter a lot. Shutter, Shutter yeah. has Shutter has done what they promised to do, which is bring a bunch of classic stuff to bear, some real great B movie crap, and really great originals. Like I didn't think they'd be able to make a horror focused channel work so well. Um, so oh, I would yeah. be, and they yeah. when they brought back, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it to you before, but there's a guy called Joe Bob Briggs. He used to do mm-hmm. this, uh, <laughs> um, you know, like introduce movies like a horror host and Kinda exploitation like films. And, yeah, yeah. He used to be on TBS TNT back in the late '80s, early '90s. Well, all the '90s actually. And I used to watch this when I was a kid. It was great. Like, he's super smart. He writes about movies, so obviously. And, you know, he comes back in between the movie and he'll tell you, like, some of the greatest stories and in-depth trivia and all sorts of stuff. And they got him to come back. And he's had a show on there now for, like, five seasons. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole community called the Mutant Family that is, you know, that gathers around this show. So that's one of those... uh, one of those things that's really giving Shutter that support, yeah. like this community. This is him, right? I just put him in the Discord. Yeah, Joe, Joe Bob. Okay, he looks yeah. like a, the guy's got a <laughs> bowler tie Texas. with a skull on it. That's awesome. Oh my gosh! By the way, I passed a, uh, a, a, a like the bus stops have those little wraparound displays, like telling you what's what's coming this weekend in Denver. The Horror Expo and Film Festival is this weekend. Oh. At the Grand Hyatt, and uh, Kane Hodder is there. I'm looking right now to see Aww. who else is there. But Brian, like, are you uh, tempted? You got to do this. I'm very tempted. Yeah, um, that sounds yeah, great. Here we go, guests. Horror Let's people, see who's. Horror people are the best people, by the way, because they have been treated like poop their whole life. They have been told that they're going to grow up to be psychos and and all sorts of stuff. And it's it's such a it's such a great community of yeah. like sensitive people who mm-hmm. like 
you know, it's all like we just love horror. I, you know, why I yeah. like horror people. They've dealt with their issues by getting catharsis of watching horror movies and getting all of that gnarly stuff out of their heads that way. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they don't have oh, some yeah. deep seated thing about a slasher. They've seen it all. And so they're just they're just dry husks of humanity now in a good way. That um, makes any sense. Yeah, D. Wallace, Malcolm McDowell, uh, uh, Tyler Wallace. Maine, <laughs> wow. Sabretooth from the first Dexman movie, Tracy Lords, uh, Michael Berryman from The Hills Have Eyes, and uh, Devil's Michael Rejects. Michael Berryman is like the nicest guy who looks like, like he would, he would scare the crap out of you. Yeah. But he was yeah. on because Joe Bob will have guests, you know, like people come and, and guest. And he was on one time and he's just like, he's so intelligent and just like, I don't articulate and I just wasn't expecting it. But like, I mean, I guess that's insensitive of me of me to say, but he's just not what you're expecting when you look at him. Fair, yeah. fair great. point. Uh, well, awesome. This, uh, Brian, you should go. Very cool. I think I might five bucks. It looks like five bucks is the lowest that's price ticket it? available. Uh, <laughs> might just be one day. All I need, all yeah. I need is one day. Yeah. I think. Oh no. Know. I don't know where five bucks was coming from. Cause now I'm looking at it and it's like, Oh, oh, five bucks for just the poster. Uh, thirty bucks to go Friday. So oh. that's that's still nothing. It's still kind of yeah. high, isn't it? Yeah, just for a forty Saturday, twenty five for Sunday. Hmm. It's not bad. Do the Sunday thing. They'll all be tired then, though. They'll be tired. I'm not. I'm not doing photo ops with everybody, but uh, no, <laughs> you and I'm Tracy Lords for that. That would be, jeez, mm. two hundred bucks. It looks like you should get a picture of Tracy Lords and just say, "Look, me and Tracy Lords, tight, tight friends." <laughs> <laughs> you know my best friend yeah 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 uh-huh uh all right well this is uh always fun monica to get the latest and greatest in the horror movie world uh tell people where gore is so they can get it okay so uh instead of telling you a bunch of links or something or telling you to just go look where your podcatcher catches it one of our listeners and wonderful amazing guy bumbats created a website for us so all of our information is over at gorepodcast.com oh yeah i thought that guy only did li uh <laughs> domains but apparently there's <laughs> he's got a dot well, com he, in him. he built it oh. he, and we we keep it running I that's guess. really nice of him to do that I, for you guys. i don't know anything about websites so yeah. You just I know. It. You just know that Scream Four is a really good movie. That's what you I know. don't know nothing about birth and babies, but I do know <laughs> that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Monica, have a fantastic time. She's wicked kitten all over the community. You'll know where to find oh, her. Oh yeah. Sometimes people call her um, Nicole. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. usually it's just me. Bye now. All right. Well, that was fun catching up with her. That was fun. I fun, agree. I agree say. with you. Um, all right, we're going to get out of here. We have one final thing to do. I'm going to play some audio that is a transcription of a text. Uh, this is from Kirk. And Kirk had this to say. Hi, this is Kirk. Regarding TMS, episode 2455, you two were talking about card counting and blackjack. Card counting in Vegas is almost impossible because almost every table uses a continuous card shuffler, making it impossible to count. However, if you learn basic strategy, you can bring the odds up to 49.5% for the player and 50.5% for the house. P.S. Regarding Jeff Sire's message, we didn't start calling it soccer. Britain did. Soccer is short for association football. And American football is called hand egg. All right. Have you ever heard hand (laughs) hand Hand egg? egg. Yeah. I've never heard of hand egg. I, I like either. that. I like. I think I like gridiron better. Who is it? Was it Gwen that said gridiron, or who? Who? Uh, um, that was Gwen. Are you ready for some gridiron? Yeah, that was totally Gwen. You're right. 
Yeah. Let's see. Hand egg football. Hand egg. No, you mean. Hand egg. Yeah, I guess there was a time when everyone called wow. it hand egg. Um, but uh, yeah, that totally makes sense about the uh, the not being able to count cards because yeah, like you said, they they use continuous shuffler and then they put the card that tells them when they're going to shuffle again so far up the deck that you can't you can't say with any sort of confidence you know what the the, the likelihood of the next card is going to be because so many of them are are never going to be seen before it gets to another right. shuffle that makes sense were they back in the late 80s though were they doing that is that why rain man could count them or what probably was it? Okay. yeah yeah, and um, and you can still go to a couple of casinos that um, that brag about having a single deck shoe, which basically means they play instead of having six decks or more in their shoe, they um, they have a single deck, and that you know much easier to count cards when you see oh well the jack of hearts and the, you know three of the four jacks have already come up. Yeah, that cuts down a lot of face cards right there. So huh, wild. All right. Yeah. Well, I I feel like uh, I feel like I've learned even more about yeah. About, how that uh, all works. Gamblage. I looked yeah. up Urban Dictionary's definition of hand egg. Check this out. Oh, God. It's not as bad as you think. Uh, American fo- or as bad as I thought going in. American <laughs> football also, uh, or as opposed to Amer- uh, football slash soccer, where players actually kick a ball with their feet. American football involves players carrying an egg-shaped object in their hands. And then here's the quote. You know, they always have a quote, a usage yeah. quote. This, this yeah. is the best part. Did you see the Steelers beat the Cardinals in the Super Bowl? What an excellent game of hand egg. <laughs> um, Love it. There's another hand one later. Yeah. Another one where uh, a term used mostly by foreign assholes <laughs> to describe <laughs> American football. Best, best beginning ever, right there. <laughs> oh, uh, it's often the second definition on on Urban Dictionary that gets me. Anyway, yes, foreign assholes. It sounds suspiciously like third eagle. Hmm, weird. Hi, this is Kirk. Uh huh. Sure it is. Uh huh. Sure it's I Kirk. Eat all right that's it for the show uh we're done patreon.com slash tms we'll keep this all running if you want this train to happen and happen on time uh patreon.com slash tms is the way to make sure that happens there's no commercials ever you get pre-show content every day couch parties on the weekend art in the mail oh and by the way those couch parties you can go back and get them all uh, so it's not like you have to start fresh with whatever we have. I've, I've got them all now yeah. in video form posted every time we do one. Other great Ooh. monthly benefits, access to the archive streamed episodes that we do here where we have a whole bunch of post and pre. Uh, so check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, we got to play a song and get the F out. What do you got? Sure. Uh, Sven from Baseball Camp wrote in and said, Heidi Ho, Bot and Scryan. I'm turning 32 on May 8th. That's today. Happy birthday. Oh, shit. I can wait. Perfect timing, and then I blew it. Hold on. That's all right. Here you go. Let's party. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing momentous about this occasion on its own, so I'm going to make it momentous by making it musical with the help of my favorite podcasters. For Scott, I'd like to request five one-second audio clips followed by that violently sonorous fart sound from TikTok that you repurposed into the official You Lose Game Show noise of TMS. Uh, can that's do. Boy, sound. he knew more about that than I'm comfortable with, but that's fine. Um, yes. Five seconders, eh? Let's see. Let's... It's a little tricky to do that, but I think I can do it. All right, here we go. Okay, here's five in a row. Okay. And then we'll go from there. Here we go. Oh, it starts with the fart. Shit. Okay, well, that's oh. the fart I'm supposed to do at the end. All right, there you go. Yeah. That's one of the first. Ryan Dunaway is a huge turd. Wow. Oh, that was less than a second. Or more than a second. That's more than a second. Now, there's a good boy. All right, there's a second. 
God damn it. Okay, Claire. Do a barrel roll. All right. He wins. Okay, one more. Will you play Nintendo with me? All right, there's all your one-second clips. And then finally another... We'll make it a fart sandwich. There you go. Enjoy. Perfect. Uh, For Brian, I'd like to request a cover of or by either Alice in Chains or Weird Al Yankovic. Also, just for fun, what do you think... uh, What do you guys think would be the best Weird Al parody of an Alice in Chains song? Maybe a parody of Rooster, but instead it's all about the show Punky Brewster. Anyway, keep up the amazing deliciousness, y'all. Yours in uh, trash, Sven from Baseball Camp. It's not bad. I think the Rooster Brewster's pretty good. It's not that. Call me the Brewster. Yep. Yeah. And it would only. I was problem- trying to think of a man in the box. Because uh, uh, Wood doesn't let it lend itself to a name parodies. You'd have to use the, um, you know, it all, it'll be in the lyrics. But, right. Uh, right. Wow. Uh, I love man it. Man in the box. Man with blue socks there you go there nailed you go. it right there who knows i think i think brewster is probably the best choice right there mm. uh all right so a cover of uh, allison chains you say how about this one speaking of wood how about a song performed from the uh, tv show californication by the actress who played david Duchovny's daughter on that show and her band which i think even had a uh zoe kravitz in it i oh. believe oh uh, i didn't know that. queens of dogtown um, this is from season four of that show, which was in 2011. Here's their cover of Alice in Chains, Wood, Queens of Dogtown.
If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. I'm an alcoholic. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.